Hello, and welcome to the C-Store Decisions Live podcast. I'm Thomas Malloy, Senior Editor for C-Store Decisions Magazine. And joining us today is Pascal Kratia. He is the uh, CEO, I believe, of Smoothie, S-M-O-O-D-I, which is a company that is making uh, smoothie machines uh, for distribution in convenience stores throughout the country. And they're just getting started pretty much, getting everything ramped up and uh, looking to introduce, I believe, next year. Pascal, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself first. Now, you um, you went to Harvard, is that correct? Yes. So, um, I'm, I'm originally from, from Germany. So, if you wonder where my, my accent is from, I came to Boston three years ago for my MBA and um, then decided to stay here to actually work full-time on Smoothie and um, has been an, an exciting journey so far. Really love what I'm doing and I'm glad about all, all the support we've gotten out of the ecosystem from Harvard um, here, here in the Boston area and really help us uh, ramp this up. You told me you've, you've kind of have a, a, an interesting journey. Your original education is not in business, is it? Yes, I'm, I'm a mechanical engineer. Studied in, in Germany, in Munich and, and Paris and France. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. I think when I was a kid, I always wanted to be an inventor. Um, and I thought mechanical engineering would be a good field of study to get there. Um, and then I think throughout my career, I was uh, always thinking about um, how can, could I get all the, or build all the skills to one day be actually an entrepreneur? Because even as a kid, I, I really had this entrepreneurial drive. I was working on a lot of like simple ideas as a kid, already when I was like seven years old. Never scalable businesses, but I think always um, ideas that showed my entrepreneurial drive. And so throughout my career, I was um, trying to get all the puzzle pieces together to one day have that skill set. Um, today, I think about it very differently. I think you will never be able to learn everything to be a, a successful entrepreneur. I think entrepreneurship is learned by doing, and you rather start earlier than later. Um, so I'm, gl- I'm glad I, I did this step now after my MBA and um, I'm an entrepreneur now. And now, also tell me, did your, your engineering background come into play when you're uh, putting together or designing this, the smoothie machine? Yes, 100%. So um, we actually designed um, and built the system in-house. Um, so we are now at our iteration number 16. That is the commercial version of the machine. So the last years, um, I spent it with my co-founder uh, in the shop building machines. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that. But it's actually fascinating when you see that um, what you learned as an engineer can actually be applied and actually have an impact on uh, thousands and hopefully in the future millions of people. And tell me about your co-founder. Yeah, so we have a really interesting story because uh, my co-founder Morgan was working on exactly the same idea as I was um, when I started my, my MBA, Smoothie, um, up in Canada. So we got connected by um, one of my first team members who happened to go to the same university as, as Morgan, McGill. And um, initially, uh, we were not sure if we are competitors, um, but we still we were open to, to find out about the other one and, and met. And, um, yeah, we really kicked it off. Um, I think we were at that moment, the only two crazy smoothie guys in Boston, both <laughs> passionate about smoothies and machines. He's an electrical engineer from background. Um, and yeah, he had done a lot of validation on the technology. So he had filed an initial patent, um, had done some prototypes, um, at the time that didn't work properly, but that were a good baseline for us to, to get started. And I was approaching the same problem from the business perspective. So even before building a machine, I was going into offices. At that time, um, the office segment was our uh, market segment and really served smoothies manually. Um, so I had a team of 10 interns 
we served smoothies out of a large camping cooler where you had different compartments for frozen fruits and people could actually customize their smoothies. So the, the, the assumption I was trying to validate at that moment was, do people want to customize their smoothie? Because if they don't want to customize, you could just get like a bottled smoothie um, in, a, in a store. And it turned out people absolutely love to customize it. They loved having that agency where they could pick a fruit, pick different boosters, so nutritional enhancements on top. Um, and then what we also learned, and that was really interesting, that people loved seeing the entire process. So they loved seeing the ingredients. They loved seeing how we were using just like these small blenders to blend the smoothies right in front of them, how they could see the boosters being added. No one stepping back and putting some sugar in or like ice cubes. And so when after those tests, and that took us like a whole summer doing more than 10 pilot tests in various offices, always paid pilots in, in, in Boston, um, we actually had a good list of requirements for our machine. So we knew it needs to allow for customization. It needs to allow for transparency. And that was something new we learned. Um, so w when I went back to the drawing board, I actually designed a machine that would allow for all that. And then I just met Morgan and he had a concept that was pretty similar to what I imagined. Um, and we said, let's, let's do this together as a partnership. Let's build a machine that is actually reliable, that is safe. And then we can deploy again in those same offices and see how people react to it. So what started as a partnership for a couple of months um, really turned into a co-foundership. Um, four months later, we became co-founders. And now um, it's, it's just an, an incredible journey. And I feel incredibly lucky and yeah, just happy to, to have met him. And Morgan is Morgan Abraham. Morgan Abraham. Exactly. And he's the chief technology officer of the company? Yes. He's the CTO. He's um, now focusing on R&D, the product, technology. And I'm focusing much more on, on the business side, sales and marketing, fundraising, um, operations. And, but I think right now on the engineering side, as we are finalizing our commercial machine design and really getting that um, up to production, there's a lot where we just work together on, on the engineering, uh, where we still um, we recently filed some patents together on the machine. Um, so we, we still have a, a lean team and kind of everyone is wearing a lot of hats. And you're, you're looking at what, a big distribution next spring? Is that, is that correct? Yeah, so, so far we have uh, only been deploying in, in New England. So the, the goal was to always have our machines close to us so we could learn from our customers, gather feedback, and really improve the technology. Now we're at a point where we're just finalizing the, the commercial design, getting that ready for certification and production. So we're right now signing pre-orders from across the country starting spring next year. And um, we have a long wait list of, of smaller chains and really the, the forward-looking convenience store chains. They're really excited to partner with us. So our goal is right now figure out which are the regions where we get most demand to build critical scale and then scale region by region um, starting next year. And so, I mean, all of this is so interesting to me, uh, the engineering, the whole story of, of how you and, uh, and uh, Morgan met. Uh, but for our listeners, I mean, tell me this machine, it produces a healthy... Uh, drink a healthy smoothie for customers and it's right there in the stores it's clean it's um well i'm saying it but why don't you tell us about the machine yeah so you can you can actually imagine it as a smoothie store in a box so it's a machine that sits on a counter you have a freezer unit next to it display freezer so you can see um the smoothie pots inside the freezer those are 16 ounce cups containing all natural fruits and vegetables absolutely no added sugar or preservatives so each flavor at 16 ounces has less than 110 calories. And what you would do as a user, you grab a cup out of the freezer, place it in the machine, can beforehand even add different boosters. 
so nutritional enhancements such as proteins, chia seeds, etc. The machine will close around your cup with a transparent door, so that allows you to see the entire, the entire process from the ingredients, because also our packaging is transparent, okay. to how water is added. And actually, we add the right amount of water based on your selection of thickness. So you can choose between regular, thick, or thin, so what consistency you want for your smoothie. And then the machine will blend within a minute and afterwards clean up so that in your store, you don't need a human operator to be at the machine. It's really self-serve and um, yeah, delights, delights your customer within 90 seconds. 90 seconds? Is that, is that the whole process takes 90 seconds? Is that correct? Yes, exactly. As you said, it is transparent, which I think consumers are looking for, for things of that nature, especially, I mean, even before uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, people were looking for cleaner, uh, healthier things, but also uh, just transparency as far as knowing that, that the uh, product has, has its integrity and it's safe and things of that nature. And now with the pandemic, that's even more of a heightened awareness uh, type of thing amongst consumers. But um, you also recently signed a partnership with the, I think it's called Partnership for Healthier America. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that's a partnership we are very excited about. This um, partnership for Healthy America is very much aligned with our mission. Um, so our mission, empowering people to build healthy habits. Partnership for Healthy America is fighting the obesity crisis of kids. So empowering kids to build those healthy habits. Um, so with our partnership, we actually have like the, chance, the opportunity to support them in their mission. So for each cup sold, we contribute um, to their mission and, and implementation of projects. Um, and I mean, I just see it every time we deploy our machines. When kids get a smoothie out of our machine, they're fascinated. You mentioned the transparency. It's mm-hmm. people stare at this transparent door, watch the smoothie being blended, much rather go for the healthy beverage um, next to them. And once um, one of the kids got one, the brother or sister wants one, and then the dad and the mom, and just the whole family is happy. Um, so that, that's pretty fascinating and something you need to see yourself um, to, to believe. It's, it's hard to just describe like that. Um, but so I think there's just perfect fit with Partnership for Healthy America. Um, and yeah, as I said, we're very mission driven. We feel if, if we can educate kids to live healthy, these will be our customers in the future. There are all these healthy trends are already going on. So that's really something where we can make a difference as a company. I think the partnership is, is very important for us because it also puts us in a good spot to partner with all the other corporate partners of PHA. Um, so those are the most forward-thinking convenience store chains in the industry, the most forward-thinking distributors. So we are in touch with all of them and they're actually excited to work with us. And, you know, as far as, you know, the kids, I mean, that really is kind of exciting for them to watch this whole process take place. But, you know, so that there's something for the children, for, you know, for kids, because uh, C-stores are very family-oriented, family-driven as well. Um, but also the parents, they have that peace of mind knowing that it's a good product, it's a healthy product, and that it's a clean product as well. So I think you've got all those things going for you there. That's really, really terrific. Now, if I'm a store owner or a chain, um, walk me through the economics of the smoothie machine for a store owner. Yeah, perfect. Um, so we have two different models. There's on the one side, the purchase model, where you would purchase the equipment upfront. That's a model that most of the chains we're in touch with are familiar with and um, actually go for. So if you sell, let's say, 20 smoothies per day, you would break even on the equipment in less than six months. So that's, I think, very attractive for any other equipment out there. We, we don't, our goal is not to make um, money on the, the sell of the machine. It's much rather 
give, provide you the machine at the platform so that then um, we can sell as many smoothies as, as possible. So there's the purchase of the machine. Then we, we offer a servicing plan. Um, so it's a monthly, a small monthly fee that makes sure that the machine is running at all time. And uh, we take care of preventive maintenance together with our third-party servicing partners. And then obviously the, the consumables, these frozen 16-ounce cups, you get them through your distributor. Um, we are selling directly to various distributors. So, so the, the second model is, is the lease model. And the lease model is actually very interesting if you want to try it out and you're not sure yet if that will work in your store. Um, because you will actually be profitable as of day one if you only sell seven smoothies per day. So you pay a monthly fee for the equipment rental, for the servicing, and then the same on the consumables. You get those through our distributors. So seven smoothies. Yeah. That's all. Seven smoothies per day to break even on the monthly fee. But obviously okay. then the upside is, is on the store itself. Um, we, we have seen stores sell many more smoothies than that. And obviously we also want to be very mindful about um, which are the right stores for us. So usually those stores are high traffic locations, recently remodeled stores, stores that um, actually have that forward thinking mindset of bringing in a new demographic because obviously the, the number of smoothies impacts on how much money you make at the end of the day. But um, I think there's, there's something much bigger here. If, if you as a store um, can bring a new demographic into your store that then spends more on a premium product like smoothie. Um, and then um, that can actually upsell to some other products. So I think really looking at what is the average tickets, ticket size that you get pre-smoothie and after-smoothie. Um, these are interesting metrics that we want to look at and really make a case for. There's more than just ROI on the equipment. Um, there's actually a lot of upside for the rest of the store. Well, that's also a very big concern for all of our listeners and readers uh, with the C-Store decisions as well. They look at those things. So obviously you're, you're on top of your game there. And you had mentioned the consumables. Is that something, do they buy the fruit mm-hmm. and all that through you or is that split up? Do they get that on their own? Can they, or what are the options there? So we provide the consumables and the important thing is here, we want to be consistent in what we offer. So also back to the partnership for healthy America, all our flavors got recognized by partnership of healthy America. So their nutrition department went over it and it's approved as being healthy. Um, and then there's, there's also some intelligence in, in our machine, the way we blend. Um, so the right amount of fruit needs to be in those cups, especially if you add boosters to get uh, the perfect uh, blend and consistency. So we want to make sure that our cups are used with our machines um, to provide that, that consistency. And um, we, as we get to scale, we can actually offer them at a very reasonable price. The important thing is also just the taste of our flavors. As we don't add any sugar, we really take care to get the natural ingredients flesh frozen at peak ripeness from the best farmers across the world. And we want to guarantee that quality of, of taste and ingredients to, to our customers. Right, very understandable. Tell me, when you were testing this, okay, so you, I mean, you have done tests with uh, certain consumers and um, what was their reaction and what surprised you about some of those reactions? Yeah, I mean, I think that the general reaction is like people just love the product. Um, it's just amazing to see. And I, I mentioned earlier how we, we built those machines in the early days on our own in the shop was really a lot of lots of volunteers. And then just seeing the consumers absolutely loving our product and being fascinated by it and coming back and back again for it, um, it's just the best reward. And we also measure our success as a company. And uh, we say that the number of moments of happiness we can create, and we see each moment where one of our consumers gets a smoothie as a moment of happiness. So that's really what, what we measure as a company. 
I, I think like the most surprising things, I mean, we, we saw in the early days, um, people grabbed a cup of, of frozen ingredients and then actually poured it into our machine instead of placing the cup upright. So that was something that, that was, was difficult for us mm. to see because that's not the way how you should use the machine. But to be honest, I mean, that's on us. Um, we, we learned from that because we said we didn't guide right. enough uh, the user to do it in the right way. So we have to come up with a user experience that is incredibly intuitive um, where everyone knows what to do, where we can cover all those extreme cases. And uh, we, we got much better on that. I mean, I mean we, we have improved now within 16 iteration on our machine. I, I will still say, even with our commercial machine, we, we stay humble. We will listen to feedback of our customers and we will make the user experience um, better every day. Um, the good thing is our machine is connected, so we can actually update the software in real time. Um, so that means we can oh, very introduce... Good. Okay new flavors, like seasonal flavors, and we can plug in promotions together with the stores, the chains, whatever is happening in the store, um, and we can gather user feedback. Um, so that, that's important for us. It's, it's really, we're not selling smoothies, we're selling an experience and a platform, and it's really much more about healthy on-the-go nutrition. And smoothies is just the first product. And as far as, you know, uh, people trying to pour the contents into, into your machine, I mean, this is why you do the testing in the first place. Exactly. So another interesting insight um, from our user testing was around customization. So why we could validate that people actually wanted to customize the smoothies. We also saw that you can't give too many degrees of freedom for customization. So in our early tests, we let you decide which fruits you wanted. You could, you could pick mango, pineapple, coconut, whatever you want. Um, what happened, a lot of people first didn't know which ingredients to choose. And sometimes if you mix up the wrong ingredients, it also didn't come out that nice. So what we figured out, we need to give some boundaries within, we, within which we allow for customization. That's why we have pre-selected base flavors of frozen fruits that you can pick from. Then we have a pre-selected area of boosters that you can pick from, and then you can select your thickness. So these are these uh, like three different levers you can customize. Down the road, you might even be able to customize the liquid you add to the smoothies. But for now, people are just amazed of how well the smoothie tests, tastes by only adding water. And I think that's a very good point, too, because if, if you do give, give people too many options, um, uh, that they may take too long uh, at the machine or they may get confused. It just gives them more opportunity for those things. So I think, I think the options you have, that's, that's actually pretty good to uh, limit it uh, as you have that way. Exactly. It sounds to me you guys have done an awful lot of the legwork. And, um, I mean, it sounds like you're just about ready to roll this thing out. What, eight, ten months, you said, I think, next spring? And you've got some machines exactly. already uh, up and running in the Boston area, correct? Yes, yeah, so you can come and see our, our machine working. So that's our pre-commercial machine that is up and running fine. Um, right now, it needs a, needs a little bit more servicing on our end. That's why we keep it close to, a, to where we are. So we can take care of those machines um, and all those um, issues we encounter in our pre-commercial machine are solved in the commercial one. So that's really the one where we feel very comfortable um, shipping it to California, deploying in, in the store there. Obviously, we will always have a local team um, present to take care of the machines because it is hardware. I mean, I think with any kind of equipment, you always need preventive maintenance, such as a filter change, um, deliming of the tubes. Um, these things... Um, we, we expect them and we will take care of them. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're very excited about, about this um, next generation machine that will delight uh, hopefully millions of customers. And you say, I mean, if anyone wants to see the machines, they can come to Boston or they can see them in Boston. But you, you've also got, uh, I believe, some videos on YouTube as well showing the, the machine at work. Is that correct? 
Yeah, so that's something we put up there, especially now with COVID where traveling is restricted so people can get a sense of how a machine works. So yeah, if you type uh, Smoothie on, on YouTube, you will find um, plenty of videos. And I think it's, it's always hard to describe what the machine does. It's so much better just to see a video. It tells so much more than a thousand words. Um, so yeah, I would invite everyone to, to check it out. Um, if you if you type smoothie, happiness, or health, convenience, you, you, you should find us. And that's S-M-O-O-D-I, listeners. S-M-O-O-D-I, smoothie. Um, exactly. And, Thank you. <laughs> and I did, I did watch some of those videos. Very interesting stuff. It just really sounds to me, you guys have uh, really covered all your bases here, and you're taking your time. It sounds like you're doing this properly, making sure that you've worked out all the kinks with the machines. The design sounds terrific. Definitely your backgrounds are right where they need to be. Um, but also, you, you've taken an interest in the, in the convenience store industry, and um, what changes do you see over the next few years in that industry? Yeah, so I think it's a, it's a fascinating industry. I was, I'm, I'm new to it. Um, we, as I said earlier, we, we started in corporate offices. So we pivoted into convenience stores last year um, because we just discovered this immense need for healthy on-the-go nutrition. Um, so I, I have seen, uh, learned a lot so far in, in, the, in the industry. And I see a lot of trends going on, especially towards a healthier product portfolio. Very much um, so, so, yeah. Especially the... the, the the customers we're in touch with. Um, I think also a change of mindset where um, store owners really understand there is a very attractive demographic out there that is currently not coming into convenience stores. They want to attract. And I think our, our machine is just as at a, we are at the sweet spot of opportunity where we can actually provide a, a turnkey solution that is attractive financially, but also allows you to bring in this new demographic that is very profitable on, on, on the long term. And I believe the C-Store consumers are, they're, they're always looking for options, which means the retailers are always looking for options to deliver to them. And this is certainly one. It's got, uh, it sounds like it has all of the, the appeal that consumers are looking for today as far as the healthy angle, uh, as far as um, the machine itself and how turnkey it is, the speed with which it delivers the product, I think is terrific. And the fact that it's family oriented, and I think it's going to please moms and dads, and it's going to please kids too. It's also going to please these retailers. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, there is, I think like talking about the, the C-Store industry, I think there's one one change I would want to see going forward. Um, I, I feel every time I'm, I'm talking to customers, there's a lot of, there's a focus on relative margins for each category in, in the C-Store segment. Um, but I would urge to think much more about absolute margins um, on products. So for instance, revenue and profit by square footage, um, especially with a product like ours, where you can price it as a premium. Um, we probably make the same absolute margins than slushy machines, but obviously it's very difficult for us to compete on a relative margin with slushy I machines see. because okay, slushy I machines see. are sugar, ice, and yeah, and water. Um, so I think that's just like a change of mindset that I hope to see. Um, I think the most forward-thinking convenience store chains are realizing that and also see us in a different category. Um, but I wouldn't say that's something that has happened across the whole industry. Well, Pascal, it, you know, it sounds like you've got a terrific machine. Your story is terrific. I think the, uh, the, the, the way you, you've put the company together is really, really great. And um, the product just sounds great, too. So uh, is there anything else you want to talk about or add before we uh, sign off today? I think I would just say, like, if, if, you're, if you're excited about getting Smoothie into your store, please get in touch with us, um, www.getsmoothie.com. Um, please, please reach out. It's very simple to get a machine. It only requires eight square feet of counter space. 
a freshwater connection, a drain, and electricity. Um, and yeah, we, we can take it from there. Please, please get in touch if you want to help us empower people build healthy habits. Well, there you have it, listeners. Uh, if you're if you're operating a retail chain, convenience retail chain, uh, it certainly sounds like a worthwhile option, and it's definitely an attractive product. Pascal Kratia, uh, thanks again for joining us here on C-Store Decisions and uh, today's podcast. And I just wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Tom. Really glad to be here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You take care now. Awesome. Once again, many thanks to Pascal Kratia of Smoothie for taking time out of his busy schedule to join us today. And I'd also like to thank you folks as well for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and learned a thing or two about a beverage option that may help you better serve your customers and run a more profitable convenience store business. For C-Store Decisions Live, I'm Thomas Malloy. I'll see you next time. <laughs>